0: Hello students and graduates, welcome to the PhD Lounge podcast, a podcast of late-night interviews with PhD students about their research subjects. I am your host, Luís, and throughout this PhD Lounge, I will invite postgraduate researchers to have a drink and talk about their projects, namely asking about their interests, why wanting to do a PhD, why choosing that specific topic within their niche, organization and time-management skills between research and and work or hobbies, among other questions. In a nutshell, the goals for this late-night podcast is to invite students who are already studying at university, those who want to pursue it, and other curious listeners to get to know about the life of a PhD researcher, as well as to have a thought of those who want to strive for doctoral studies, create friendly relationships among listeners and a large community of young researchers across the world, and the importance of obtaining a Ph.D. degree after several years of investigation to enter and thrive into today's marketplace. So in this first episode, I am the guest myself, and I will talk to you about my educational background, why I want to study for a Ph.D., and why I've decided to start this podcast. I am from and grew up in Faro, a southern city in the Algarve region of Portugal, and there, at the University of Algarve, I graduated in Cultural Heritage and Archaeology, a three-year bachelor's course where I learned the history, policies and methodologies applied to evaluate and study the heritage, artwork, building and archaeological remnants from prehistory until contemporary age in Western Europe. During the bachelor's, I had the opportunity to do a one-year Erasmus period at the University of Santiago de Compostela, located in the region of Galicia, Spain, where I undertook modules from different years in Art History degree. And I also learned to write and speak Spanish with international and Spanish students, respectively. For those who are not familiar with the word Erasmus, it is an overseas program among European universities, where a student can have the opportunity to study abroad at one or more universities in different European countries during one term or the whole academic year. And it was also extended for internships to obtain work experience in the hopes of getting a job across the continent. And speaking of internships... I was fortunate to have my first professional experience during spring term at Gallery Heike Art DK, a contemporary art gallery at Berlin, Germany, working as a curator assistant to brainstorm ideas and materialize them through the setup of selected artworks for annual exhibitions. The placement was not easy, though, as I was not used to work in high-pressure situations outside of university. But nevertheless. The experience and knowledge obtained about managing tasks in art galleries, organizing myself and communicating within a team was worthwhile. Following that gap year experience, I moved to Swansea in Wales to study a Masters in Ancient History and Classical Culture at Swansea University, learning different subjects of the ancient world and classics like royal palaces, Roman houses and their architecture, Latin language or Greco-Roman letters. I completed the master's this year by writing the dissertation entitled Hybridization in the Hellenistic World, Precedence, Development, and Legacy, and I am currently preparing to study a three-year PhD in Classics starting in July at the same university, as I was accepted back in April after submitting the research proposal with the title Hybrid and Third Space Representations in Hellenistic to Roman Syria and Western Mesopotamia an approach to cultural interactions, in cities during the Seleucid, Parthia, and Roman empires. So, the first question that I want to address for this episode is why did I decide to study for a PhD? My decision to go further in my studies by taking a postgraduate research in that genre is due to my ambition of becoming an ancient art history teacher, because in my third and final year of my bachelor's, I was doing volunteer work at an archaeological museum called Cerro de Villa, where I was a guide tour and gave excursions to tourists and primary school pupils about this villa that was settled and developed during the Roman Empire in the 1st century AD. From that volunteer experience, in which I had arisen my interest in classics and the ancient world, the rest of my studies kept going on that horizon by taking Greek and Roman art history modules in Spain, the master's, and finally PhD. But aside from that, I think taking doctoral studies can give you another level by means of becoming an independent researcher in the future. The master's is a kind of a preparation for it, but it is completely off track of its concept since during the whole year there are lessons to attend, and once the students pass them, then they do the usual final dissertation. I wrote mine with a maximum of 20,000 words, where I argued about the use of the concept hybridization in modern scholarship to describe the administration policies of the Persian Empire, Alexander the Great and the Seleucid Empire and its materialization through archaeological evidence found in the cities of Aikhanoum in the Bakhtri region, modern-day Afghanistan, and Dura-Europas, modern-day Syria. When enrolling in a PhD, the mindset of students changes completely, as they have the independence to plan their project, with the research proposal as its starting point organize their research schedule, developing skills that are highly demanding for this level, like critical thinking, problem solving, analytical data, or research management. It can be also an open door for job opportunities inside and outside of academia, while listing it into your CV, among other factors. In short, it can be arduous, as on the one hand, it involves years of hard work, varying between 3, 4, Five or more years, but rewarding on the other hand, since we can be our own bosses and have our own commitment and fun throughout the research. However, we're not independent by its meaning per se, because the supervisors are always the backbone of our projects. As they will give us feedback on our arguments, we have to schedule regular meetings with them to discuss not only about the project, but also potential conferences that meet our interests writing articles, establish relationships with different experts within the field you are researching, or lecturing undergraduate students. So because of those challenges, combined with my interests in becoming a teacher and the ancient and classical worlds, that I've decided to do a PhD, attempting to be known within the academic community and hopefully become an example for the next generations. As for my interest in starting a podcast, First of all, I am a podcast lover, and I hear podcast content around my research field and different topics, whether on YouTube and in other podcast platforms on a daily basis. And furthermore, I have been following for quite a while YouTubers, podcasters, and bloggers talking and writing about their personal experiences, study methods, and productivity management in their PhDs. I want also to be bold in exploring different content around PhD as well through this podcast inspired on those who have been doing it. And this may sound something that I'm copying from others, but my intention is to invite them to discuss and share different thoughts about PhD life through their projects, share my personal viewpoint around postgraduate research, exchange contacts between researchers and the listeners and make this podcast a useful advisor for undergraduate and master's students who are still deciding whether they want to go further throughout their academic life. Since I will start the PhD in July, I want to record some episodes earlier, though it might be difficult, as I work full-time at the moment and I am taking a teaching assistant online course, and therefore, this podcast will be built as part of my hobbies. But I will try to make an effort to record two episodes per month during the PhD along with my other demands. As from July forward, I have to do research during the week and work during the weekends, and some of the spare time will be for podcast research, recording and editing content. As a newcomer inside the cements world of various podcasts, I would like to receive some constructive feedback, as you are encouraging me to continue the PhD Lounge to become better throughout each episode when there are some aspects to improve and suggestions to make positive outcomes when recording content and interviewing guests. You can send your feedback at phdlounge-podcast at gmail.com That's phdlounge-podcast at gmail.com With all this said, I think it is time to say thank you to all who listened to the first episode of the PhD Lounge podcast. If you liked it, I would be thankful if you could share this episode on your social media. At the same time, you will be tuned in for more episodes and announcements on my social media platforms of PhD content. You can follow me on Instagram at PhD Lounge, my Facebook page, hashtag PhDPodLounge, and Twitter at PhDLoungeCast. You can also check and hear this episode on my website, phdlounge-podcast.com. That's phdlounge-podcast.com. And on Player FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thank you all once again. It has been a pleasure.